Hello and welcome to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. It's been a minute, but I'm trying to keep up. You know, a lot going on in the day job. Just went back to the office after the first time in 16 months. Unbelievable. Also have my other gig and passion project, the Mobo Vineyard. And so anyway, lots going on. But this is an episode I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And how this came up, well, let's first start with what this episode is all about. Have you actually heard that house stealing or deed theft, title theft, is on the rise? I had no idea it was even a thing until recently. I went to go see my uh, primary care doctor. haven't seen him in over a year and a half. Um, We've got chatting because our local major hospital system in San Diego was recently attacked by cyber pirates or whatever they're called. And the entire hospital system was shut down. And that got us talking as to how that recovery has been and what's that been like. And he actually told me his wife is an FBI agent. So what a cool team, right? You've got a doctor and an FBI agent. But he was telling me, based on the topic of talking about cybersecurity, that deed theft or title theft is on the rise and it's happening to people and they don't even realize it. So today I'm breaking it down. What is it? How does it happen? And how we can prevent it from happening to ourselves. Wow, because I had no idea, no idea. It's so complex, but I'm going to break it down starting now. All right, let's break it down. So many of us, most of us, all of us, in some way or the other, go to great lengths to prevent theft in our lives. And now there's this cybersecurity theft that so many of us are not even really aware of what's happening. But we all do it, right? We put our money in a banking account. We lock our valuables in safe or safety deposit box. We're now getting things in our car for anti-theft. And we have programs on our computer for cyberware. So all these things are happening. But at home, we guard ourselves and our belongings with the doors locked and deadbolts, right? We that, or security systems. Like for years, I didn't even have one. The other night, John and I were talking, like he grew up as a kid. Their front door was always unlocked. They didn't even have a lock. But now we're in a different time, right? And so security systems seem to be what we really think are protecting us. These are all important measures. But what happens when someone targets the very house you live in and more specifically, the deed to your house? Now that sounds scary. Okay, scary it is scary, right? So let's break this down before we actually get into how it happens. Let's talk stats because you know I love research and uh, this is not just what Melissa has to say, but this is according to the FBI in 2008, the FBI issued a warning to property owners about a new scam that combines identity theft and mortgage fraud. Since then, it has been called by many names like house stealing, deed theft, title theft, you name it. But what are these scams and how can we prevent them? And that was in 2008 when they first became something on the FBI's radar. Now in 2008, and I'll later quote this in the podcast here, it is more evident and more of a concern than ever. So how does it happen? How does does somebody fall into this situation? So home title fraud occurs when someone obtains the title of your property. And that's someone being a scammer, right? So someone gets the title of your property, usually by stealing your identity. And then they change ownership on your property title from your name to theirs. The fraudster can then secure as many loans as possible using your equity as collateral. So the real homeowner often is completely unaware of the scam 
until the lender starts to send letters indicating that they intend to foreclose on your home. Home title fraud offers a potentially lucrative payoff for criminals skilled in identity theft. And here's that other stat I was going to tell you about from the FBI. According to the FBI, 9,600 victims lost over $56 million in 2017 alone due to real estate and rental fraud. Now, $56 million, that's a lot, and almost 10,000 victims. Okay, so we know a little bit about how this happens. A few more details on how it happens. So to summarize and how this is happening, and it seems pretty simple when I say it, and I'm sure there's a lot more behind the scenes, and you'll have to do your own research and investigation. This is just more of a heads up, as I had never heard of this and wanted to make sure I could share it with others. So how this happens is thieves find a home they want to target, through my research, I did find out they're, they're, they're targeting a lot of people who have, dis, who have been deceased or foreclosures, but it does happen just to the, the normal person as well. So they find a home they want to target. Then the thieves commit the identity theft to secure your identity. And then the thieves transfer the home deed into their name or another party's name. So, gosh, this sounds so disturbing. I mean, our home is our probably our biggest purchase ever in our lifetime. We put so much money and time and hard work into it. So home title theft can generally be uh, summed up in these three steps, as I just mentioned. Um, and then from there... What happens next? So for those who actually this happens to them or they become a victim of this home title theft, they, the uh, scammers can open home equity line. And that's where it really seems to be the biggest problem through my research and what my doctor told me his FBI wife says. So sometimes they're taking your title, but more importantly, they're using your home equity um, for a new line of credit. They may attempt to sell your home. Uh, third thing is they could refinance your mortgage and cash out the equity, leaving you facing a foreclosure and force you to incur the legal fees and such to get this all cleared up. So enough now. We've talked all about the scariness of how scary this could be and how it happens. So what do we need to do to protect ourselves? So again, this is Melissa Botello's research here. Um, from some very reputable places like the FBI's website, the Better Business Bureau website, but this is up to you to find out what you need to do. This is just a few ideas. Please, um, if you, this is something you are concerned about, talk to some professionals about this. Um, but let's talk, how do we protect ourselves from home title fraud? First and foremost, all the experts say, check your credit report. Checking your credit report can help you identify any financial actions that may have occurred in your name and help you determine if you've been a victim to identity theft. I have not checked mine probably in, I don't know, maybe a year or so. And that's first thing on my list, get a report, see what's on there, see if there's any new lines of credit that stand out that you know you haven't taken, number one. Number two, pay attention to incoming bills. Now, if you're like me, you go through and you find all the garbage and all the spam and just advertisements, you throw it into the recycle pile and you put your bills off to the side. But pay attention, sometimes I've even noticed a lot of times now I'm getting uh, information from banks saying, do you want to refi or do you want to do all kinds of things? And I usually throw those out, but just pay attention to incoming bills because they say that make sure you're receiving all of your bills, such as the tax bill, the water bill, the mortgage bill, and so on. And not receiving a bill for an extended amount of time could be a sign of home title fraud or possibility of identity theft. 
Um, some of my bills I have on auto pay, so I don't get them. I don't get the recurring paper bill, but I do get a statement that says your bill is ready to be paid with your automatic. So at least I know it's coming to my email. So if you're not getting the paper one, make sure you're getting something via email. All right. Third thing here is to check home information. Check the information on your house with your county deeds office every so often to make sure nothing has changed. Well, after hearing all about this, I needed just to go searching for my deed. I tend to put them, you know, in places with some other important documents, but I need to find it. And then check in with your local county offices to see if anything has come up or changed according to your deed in your home. Next one, get help with third-party services. Now, I'm not going to endorse any third-party services because I'll tell you, the doctor and the FBI wife said and gave me a specific name of one they use and say that they are constantly monitoring their credit 24 hours a day. They get calls all the time that could be scams. Also, through my research, I found that people are saying don't pay for those. They're a waste of time. They might help with identity theft, but they're not necessarily going to help with this fraud. So, you know, it is recommended out there that you do get a third party. There are service providers in the market that can help protect against home title fraud, either through title insurance or title protection, uh, all kinds of things. But researching and, and deciding on your own companies that will work for you, maybe talking with your financial advisors or your bank uh, managers, some people to give you professional opinion as to that, because it does look mixed if you should get those kinds of services to protect you. A couple other notes here of things to do and look for and just always keeping your eyes and ears open for things that don't feel right and could be a scam. So look for unexplained withdrawals, charges on your accounts, review your banking account, your credit card statements regularly with a fine-tooth comb, not just browsing over uh, for things that you recognize making sure that you know your bills when they're due. And what do you do if you now, if you've taken this information, you've tried to look at your credit report, you think something looks funny or something on your banking account, first thing to do is, like I said, that credit report. Report, uh, at least add once a year a fraud alert to your credit report, have them alert you, um, review it on your own, make sure you're doing that quite often. If you feel like you've had an identity theft uh, situation, you could and should, according to research, report it to your local police department, report it to your bank, report it to the credit department, to all of your financial entities to make everyone informed that you've had a breach of uh, your personal information as well as your financial information. And, and last but not least, Start to close down accounts and reopen with new cards and new passwords and or make sure you're changing passwords regularly. So again, through my research, I have found out that although this is very prevalent, it is also not super common. So don't panic, um, but it does happen. And most likely the, tar the criminals are targeting elderly people. Unfortunately, we know that you know, people get, elderly get scam calls all the time. This is also help, happening to the elderly in their homes. People who own second home, vacation homes, or investment properties, these scammers are looking for situations where the owners may miss or dismiss notices. And they hope they can make money off these properties before the owner notices. In conclusion, hopefully I didn't make you too scared or paranoid. More importantly, just hopefully made you informed of some possibilities out there, unfortunately. It's the world we live in, right? With technology is so good, comes our challenges. So learn what identity theft is, how to protect yourself against it, and 
be monitoring your credit and your banking accounts and take the time. We're moving really fast. Life goes by fast and we think it's not going to happen to us and it won't. I don't believe it will and I'm not wishing that for you, but do take the time to go over your records, look at things, making sure that everything on your credit cards is something you purchased, is all of your bills coming to your home, make sure your taxes are coming, uh, changing your passwords often, do everything you can to stay financially safe and secure. Until next time, I look forward to seeing you and tuning in again to the Biswell Podcast. If you or anyone you know has experienced this, I'd love to hear firsthand some, not only how it happened, but what you can do or what you've done to prevent it and bounced back from this. So protect yourself from those scammers. They're out there. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day and we'll talk.